Nova, you are now tuned in to the Growing Gardenias podcast, a podcast created to bring you insight on mental wellness and self-help. Always remember you are still growing and still learning daily and you are lovely. Subscribe for weekly gems. Gardenia blessings to each of you. I'm your host, Niara Jasmine, and this is episode 45, Say His Name. Welcome back, my lovelies, to another episode of the Growing Gardenias podcast. So today's episode was supposed to be something completely different, but another Black man was killed, another murder at the hands of white people recorded. So I'm here with my best friend, the founder of Builds Black Give Back, and we are hurt and we're fed up and we're going to talk about this. So first, say hi, introduce yourself. Hey guys, so I'm Joy. As my best friend Nina, I call her, please don't call her that, um, Niara <laughs> said. <laughs> I am the founder of Build Black Give Back. Um, and yeah, we're just here to talk about how upset we are about the killings and everything that's going on. So, Tell us what Build Black Give Back is, by the way. Oh, okay. So Build Black Give Back is my nonprofit organization. Um, This nonprofit was founded on the idea that Black-owned businesses can come together in any way possible to give back to the community. So, so far we have done three give backs and we've even partnered with Growing Gardenias. Congrats to the lucky winners. Um, And thank you for all the new followers. We appreciate you and look out for our next give back. Yes, yes. All right. So let's get into this conversation that needs to be had that we don't really want to have, but it is mm-hmm. what it is. So how are you feeling and how have you been feeling? So just for everyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about George Floyd, who was an African-American man who was killed in Minneapolis by police officers. The police officer, I don't know if you guys saw the video. Did you watch the video? I did. I watched the video. Uh, I was really upset actually watching the video, but I did. Yeah. So he had his knee on his neck for about, I think it was about seven minutes or over seven minutes. And mm-hmm. in the video, George Floyd was like, I can't breathe. Like I'm dying, et cetera, et cetera. And this officer. He said, I can't killed, breathe 14 times, actually. 14 times? 14 yeah, I didn't times. Know that. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just watched like a couple minutes of it. And I was like, I can't. Mm-hmm. This is, mm-hmm. I can't. And then I saw there was like a, a Asian cop standing in the front. A bald mm-hmm. guy, like with his hands on his arms and just like mm-hmm. staring, like telling people, get back, get back on the curb while his colleague is murdering a man right behind him. Yeah. Yep. So I'm just like, and then, you know, now you would, you wouldn't think like we're in a pandemic and people are protesting and these officers are using tear gas and it's like, okay, wait a minute. Cause when the white people were protesting, what, like mm, this was I mean, not happening. Oh, right. And they actually had uh-huh. weapons. But yep. I digress. So yeah, so just how just to start off this very difficult, very like heavy conversation, how are you feeling? How have you been feeling since like the news of that happened? I think I can't even sum up how I've been feeling, honestly. Uh I felt a whole bunch of emotions. I felt sadness. I felt like I personally lost someone and I don't know that man from anywhere, but it felt the same way I felt when Ahmad passed away. Um, I felt the same way watching the video with the woman in Central Park. It's anger, it's frustration, it's sadness, it's unsettling to my spirit. And I thought that I was like, okay, well, maybe this is just a sadness. I can like sleep it off or like, you know, I can try and redirect my energy but no it's it's 
I'm genuinely upset and it isn't upset towards one person. I'm upset that Black people don't understand how creative and how powerful we are. I feel like we are really the closest things to God. We are so powerful. That's why they're so intimidated by us. I feel the same way. I feel like every time I see the news about like a Black person being murdered by a white person, a white racist, it's just like... It feels like, like you said, it's personal. Like that could have been my, Mm -hmm. that could be my boyfriend, God forbid, or my uncle Mm -hmm. or, you know, my cousin. Like it's scary. It's like anything for anything. So like the Central Park, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Central Park incident now. Thank God that didn't result in murder. Um, But it was just a typical Karen, you know, the Karens, the white woman who is exuding her white privilege and who's aware Mm -hmm. of this. So this bird, it was a bird watcher, I think, or a birder in Central Park. I can't remember what she was. I didn't quite get it. I know she was uh, an employee of Central Park. Oh, she was an employee? I thought she was just a regular, like a regular. No, she was an employee. Yeah. And she's since been fired and banned from the park. Hmm. So mm-hmm. I know the guy asked her to put on to put the leash on the dog because you're supposed to have the mm-hmm. leash on the dog in that area. I think it's the Ramble. That's the area of Central mm-hmm. Park. And, and there are signs up too. Right. And in the video, the most chilling part about that video for me was like, she's like, I'm going to call the police and tell them an African-American man is threatening my life. And it's like, you know what, like, you know what, what you're going to do. What you're, you're about to do. Like, and I was saying, like I said on my Twitter, I'm like, these women need to be charged for attempted murder because by calling the police, you know exactly what can happen if you call the police on a black person. Like, let's be real, you know, let's be real. And what are you calling the police for? Like, what troubled me even more was that she got on the phone and she got into this act and was like, oh my God, like, no, come quick. Like, he's doing something to me. And it's like, we clearly see on video, you're, oh my God. Like, you're so far away from this man. And it's just like, you don't care. You know what you're doing with your white privilege. The hysteria. And, the t- right. Oh my and God. On top of that, she's like about to kill her dog in the right. process. Like, and her dog got taken away from her dumbass. He's, and it's like, the fact that this man even came out and was like, you know, that wasn't the result. I wasn't trying to ruin her life behind this. He just simply wanted you to put your dog on a leash. Which like, is what you're supposed it. to do. Because imagine, imagine if he didn't have his dog on the leash. Imagine. Oh my gosh. It, that would have ended even worse. It's like, exactly. oh my God, this black man doesn't have his dog on the leash. And then cops would have came and God forbid, it would have been a whole different story, which is very sad. Right. Again. I find that in these like these videos that I see of all these different white women, it's that's the scary part to me is like they're always the aggressors, obviously. Mm-hmm. They're always the aggressors. And then that switch from like aggressor yeah. to oh my God, my life is being the they're on video. They're yep. on video being the aggressor for however many minutes. They're on video being the aggressor. And then that switch, like, oh my God, please help me, please help me. Like imagine yeah. if these things weren't recorded. Well, you know, it's crazy. I was just talking to my grandmother about it earlier and she was like, you know, we as black people, we have to come prepared. And I was like, what do you mean we have to come prepared? She was like, I was like, it doesn't matter to white people how many degrees we have. Um, It doesn't matter. You know, you could literally be no threat, have nothing on you. So she was like, you see, that man was prepared with a camera. I was like, but there have been so many killings where people have come with a camera. She was like, but in this situation, thank God that man did have his camera because if he didn't have the video footage, you know, 
this thing could have went really left. So mm-hmm. I think it's, she told me, she was like, when you go in the den of snakes, you have to know what you're dealing with. And I was just like, I guess so. So when we do interact with white people, there is no way to be safe. It's so mm-hmm. weird, but I think it's important to teach our young black men from young, like when you are getting pulled over by a cop, you keep your hands on the dashboard, try and keep your wallet out already so that you can slowly give them your license and registration. But it's like, but people still do all of that and still end up and dead. still get killed. And, and still like, and that's just like, it's like, we can't do anything. We literally yep. can't do anything. And it's like, how can you not live in fear and how can you, yep. like, I'm terrified to bring a child, like, God forbid, not God forbid, not God forbid, but say I have a, a, black, a black son, you know, yeah. it's already scary bringing a black child into this world, period, but say I have a black, I'm going to be terrified every time he steps out of the house, yep. every single time, because it's like, what can you do, like, yeah. I think what made that video even sadder um, with George Floyd, may he rest in peace, was the fact that there were black people there telling the officer to take his knee off. And then also there was a white woman who was a first responder and said, like, check his pulse. I'm, I'm a first responder. And the cop looked like he was enjoying. He like, did. You saw that too, right? Life. Like he's like, aggressively pushing his knee back and forth it looked like he was enjoying it and I think that's what saddened me even more it's like yes he's been fired from his job that's not enough that isn't enough it isn't he's a murderer I feel like honestly I feel like I saw a smirk like his facial expression looked like he was smirking like, yeah, huh, like yeah I'm killing, I'm killing this black yeah. man. Today. Like, that's the vibe that I got. And then the Asian guy, the Asian cop who was standing on Who's the just front, standing there yeah, doing nothing. Just like, move back. He asked to check his pulse so many times. And I'm just like, that, that's even scary. Like, just the little bit of value that our lives have to these people. Yeah. It's just scary. And it's just like, I, I think, no, go ahead. No, no, go, go, go. No, you go. Oh, what I was going to say is I think something <laughs> important that we don't speak about, though, is yes, they don't value our lives. But when we go around killing each other, it shows them that we aren't valuing our lives. And it's like, no, 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 that's not the case. Don't ever get it twisted. Unfortunately, there are black on black crimes. Yeah. However, black lives still matter. Whether exactly. black people are killing black people or not. I wish exactly. it wasn't that way. I wish we could come together and stop killing each other. But we do need to take a stand as Black people and look at ourselves yeah. like, okay, first of all, Black Lives Matter, regardless if we're killing each other or not. Right. But we do need to take a look at each other like, okay, if we're screaming Black Lives Matter to them, why aren't we screaming it to each other also? Right. But I, I mean? feel like Black on Black crime is not a race thing. Like, white mm-hmm. on Black crime is almost like 90% a race thing. Like, our, yeah. our Black on Black crime is other things like socioeconomic status and, like, mm-hmm. gang, gang, like, stuff like that. Right. But it's never, like, a race, like, I'm killing you because you're Black. Like, it's never right. exactly. been that. But for white exactly. people, it's like, no, I'm killing you because you're Black because and you're I black. hate you because you're Black. Even though I don't know you, even though I, don't, I know nothing about you, your life is in- invaluable to me because you're Black. And you're that's, black. It. that's yeah. all I have to know is that you're Black. That's it. Yep. And that's the part yeah. where it's just like... Why? It's unfortunate. It is. And then in that video, I was also wondering, like, what crossed my mind was like, okay, these people are recording, and I know it's more like you're you're scared to intervene, like bystander effect, like you're scared mm-hmm. to intervene because you think something's going to happen to you. But I was also wondering, like, I wonder, like, why didn't anyone step in 
the people um, were only black people or was it i didn't see like the actual we only heard them so we heard them and then we saw the white woman who came in and asked she was um a first responder who asked them to check the pulse and she oh, started recording also yeah so we didn't get to see the person but uh i don't want this to sound bad like based on his voice I assume that it was a black man. Now, if a black man goes to help another black man, they already have one black man down on the floor. Imagine what they would have done. They would have, yeah, they would have killed him. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not sure what they would have done to the white woman. And I do appreciate her for saying like, you know, I'm a first responder, I'm here. But I don't know, it it could have gone a little differently, but I think he was already unresponsive once that white woman did come about. Yeah, I killed him already. I feel like in the video, at least the part up until I watched, you can kind of see where he took like his last couple of breaths. And that's the part where, and I think the people were were even like, he's dead. Like you killed him. He's probably dead. If they did interview, especially if it was a black person that intervened, that black person would have been dead right next to him. You know, and may he rest in peace. Um, It's just scary. And now, you know, we're in a pandemic and you have people protesting. Why? Because... This man was murdered on camp. Like, and imagine being his family member and seeing him take his last breaths, like in distress, oh, scared, calling out for his mother. Like, yeah. and then you have this guy smirking. And I, it's like, it's that smirk. It's that white privilege smirk. Like, I know nothing is going to happen to me. I know I can take this life and I'll be okay. How many of our brothers and sisters have to be killed on camera, like how how we're traumatized over and over and over again. Every time I see somebody being killed, somebody black being killed, it's like a part of myself is being killed. Cause I'm like, this literally could be me or anybody that I know. There's so many, yeah. like we have to remember their names and it's like, it's sad. Like we have to know their names. It's like, we aren't knowing them because they're the Michael Jordans or the, our rest in peace to Kobe Bryant's of our generation or like the Barack Obama's or Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like we're remembering them because they passed away from police brutality because they were killed by a police officer. And it's like, why? Like I am so sick and tired of saying their names. Like I put this on uh, a post on Bill Black is back. Like, of course I will always say their names to keep their memories alive. But it's like, I am so tired of saying their names because they've passed away. It's tiring. And each time it happens, like my spirit just gets unsettled. Like I get this feeling of anxiety and it's like, yeah, we are waiting for another civil war to happen. But it's like the civil war happened before. Then we had the Jim Crow and now we have this. So it's like, what's going to happen after this civil war? You get what I'm saying? These are the new age KKK, if we're being honest. It's so real. And I don't understand that there are still people out there who are like, no, you're racist because you're speaking up for black lives or you're saying that or only all black lives matter. matter. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I know you don't have um, Twitter, but all lives matter and make whites great again is trending on Twitter. I'm sorry. All lives do not matter when black lives are the ones that are in danger. Your white life is not in danger. Better be Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry at all. It's not in danger. Right. People are being hunted, I, like literally. Like animals. Like, like literally. animals. And then I put up a video. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I put up a video on my story um, and these black children, it was 42 years ago. Now I am in my early twenties. So that means that was 20 years before I was born. 
Um, and these black children are riding through a neighborhood which someone identified was Queens to me. In and Rosedale, these, right? Yeah. And the white people were like, no, like you niggers need to leave. And this one black girl, she was just like, you know, like we weren't looking for any trouble. Like I've never been treated like that. She was like, that's the way you treat animals. We were just trying to ride. We weren't looking for any problem. Finding their business. That's how it is today. I'm so scared for when I have children. Like, are my children gonna just be wanting to go out and play with little white kids and white kids are looking at them a certain type of way? Or are they gonna tell them that their skin is too brown or their skin is too dark? Because those are things that young children experience. Like I worked at a daycare and one of the children said to another child, like, your skin is too dark. Really? And thankfully that yeah, thankfully that child like knew his blackness. He was fully in it. And he was like, Well, that's why I met Barack Obama. Like, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, please. Right. But it, it's these are things that happen. That child got that from, from their parents. What did the like, like what did the parents say when they when you guys told them that? So I wasn't involved in the whole telling of the parents. Um, but I'm pretty sure the parents like, oh my god, like I don't know where she got that from. It's like you know exactly where she got that from. Right. This isn't a child isn't just born with a racist mindset. Right. Okay. They it comes from their parents, it comes from their grandparents, and it's like forty two years ago. Children don't know color. They don't. They're taught. They're taught to be racist like that, and that's what I'm saying. Like forty two years ago, really is not that long. That long ago not that long and it's like those are like some of people people we may know those are some of their grandparents right like my mom is in her 50s so that was when she was like 10 like that could have been my mom right had stones thrown at her like are you kidding and it's just like it's crazy and then it's like the toll that like just seeing all these like constantly seeing black men and black women die on camera is Mm -hmm. like the toll that that has on like our mental health you are like Sometimes I live in Brooklyn. I'll see cops sometimes for like domestic disturbances, whatever. Even the black ones, I don't feel safe around. Right. Like, I don't I either. No. I remember one time I was in the train station. I think I had to be like maybe like 19. And I was with a, a friend and his Metro card wasn't working or something, or we had just mm-hmm. used it and it was saying just you. So we were trying to explain. We saw an officer so he wouldn't think like we were hopping, like we paid. Mm-hmm. So we saw the officer and we're like, um, hey, like, you know, we just use this, but it's not working. And it was a black officer and he went off. He was like, oh, yeah, I think just because y'all black, I'm supposed to help y'all. And I was like, wow. (laughs) Wow. Imagine that. I'm just trying to explain the situation. Wow. And it's just like, we went to you because you're like, oh, you're black. Like, you'll understand. Like, Mm -hmm. we're just kids. Like, we're not trying to. Yeah, we're not trying do to do anything hop, wild. Pop the turnstile. Like it's just we just use him. He went off. And it's just like, wow, you're so triggered for what? Oh I didn't gosh. say anything about you letting me get a free pass because I'm black. I said nothing of that sort. So obviously you're battling your own demons. Right. That you're taking out on two little kids. Like it's it's weird because like i don't know you could tell me how you feel about this. I feel mm-hmm. like I distrust black cops even more than why like I still I feel like either just like not as safe or Mm -hmm. even more not you know what I'm trying to say in danger yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) no I understand then around black cops like I do not feel oh yeah like you're black you mean around then around white cops yeah you feel more in danger around black cops yeah 
all all skin folk and kin folk, okay? Right, right. And it's like, I feel like at least all the, and I could be wrong and like, you know, I'm sure this is like, does not go for every black cop, but I feel like the ones that I have personally, me, have encountered are like trying to put on for their white colleagues. And it's like- Who can be like the most, um, like the most white locks, who can be the biggest coon. Like, that's how I feel. That's what I feel like I'm looking at. And it's sad to watch because it's like, you know what? If you didn't have, even if you did have on that badge, honestly, they will shoot you too. Like, yep, they don't care. You look just like me. They don't, they don't care at all. They literally don't care. And it's sad. I think it's a matter of like, okay, so I had a friend who was trying to get into the NYPD and it didn't work out for him. He like just told me this news the day before yesterday. And yeah, he's black. Mm. And in my head, I was like, thank you, God. And that sounds so bad. I wasn't praying on his downfall. Of course, I'm praying for him to get it. But the fact that he didn't, I was like, you know what? That's a sign because I know he's the type of person if they were to tell him, yeah, we're hunting black kids today or we're going to go after those those gangbangers. He's the type to be like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And I wouldn't and want him would to do his him. job. Exactly. Or like yeah. beat him up or like intentionally do things to him. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason why I said like, thank you, God. And when I do see black cops, I think when I see all cops, I'm just like, I get scared. I get tense. I like, I get a mix of emotions and none yeah. of them are happy or safe. And yeah. I always think about like, if I'm in danger, who can I call? Because I can't Ooh. call the cops. They're just going to make it worse. <laughs> Definitely not. Who am I going to call? Right. I don't know. And it's That's funny, what I wanted God to forbid, like. When, I don't know. I, I don't just, know either. It really blows my mind every day that we are going through this in 2020 and I was talking to my grandmother about it like I told you earlier and she was like you know Joy like this has been happening and it's like I understand that this has been happening even back to Emmett Till up until today the first one I remember as a child of my age was Sean Bell may he rest yeah I remember and that was so sad like I couldn't really grasp what was going on because I was younger I just knew that he died and it was like a big deal and it was the day before his wedding and come to find out like he was shot by a cop the yep. day of his wedding an innocent black man and it's like his, do- his daughter just graduated in my childhood. i know congratulations so beautiful. first of all congratulations to all 2020 right 2020. congrats y'all. to all the grads especially during Oof. this i know it's hard because y'all couldn't graduate but y'all did it. congratulations Oof. we're holding that for Oof. you even though you have I to have it. like virtual graduations and stuff you still did it. You graduated. Big milestone. So be proud of Period. yourself. And went outside Period. open back they're up. Having a, um, did you see they're having a huge virtual graduation? Like Beyonce, Lady Gaga, like a whole bunch oh, of people really? are going to be on it. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. We, I'll post it on Bill Black. Get back and I'll send it to you. I saw the commercial. For when is it supposed to be? Like, that is amazing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get back to you. Yeah. Um, but it's virtual. I don't know when, but maybe in like the next two weeks. Oh, okay. um, but I saw a commercial. Be nice. That's something. Yeah. I mean, 
I know. I mean, that man, if Beyonce was, well, I understand it isn't the same of like walking across the stage. Yeah. But what I can say in this quarantine is that people have gotten really creative and you really yeah. see the compassionate side of people. And I think that's why these killings he- hurt even more. It's like we're going through mm-hmm. a pandemic that are killing people and we still have people dying from the police. Like we're already as a people feeling hurt off of the loved ones from COVID. And now we have innocent black men dying on the hands of white supremacists who are smirking in these videos and i feel like i always get like extra irritated when i see like asians or like other minority Mm -hmm. groups who are like racist against black people because it's like you're a minority too that's why it's like like, did you forget that (laughs) like it's always like there's always this ongoing argument on twitter like all minorities are not like united so it's just like like there's a mm-hmm. whole thing about who can say the n-word if you're not mm-hmm. black you can't say it you shouldn't period. be saying it at period. all period <laughs> i don't care like, if you're dating a black person it's, it's no oh my best friend is black oh i grew up I don't in the hood. Oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like shut up <laughs> this is like when when um i think wasn't it like right after covid people in china were being racist against black people yeah and it's just like yeah even though we're all minorities, we're still like black people are still like bot like at the bottom. Like we're really top tier. Let's be real, which is mm-hmm. why everybody's so intimidated by us. But like in the eyes Period. of everyone else, we're like at the bottom. Even other minorities, like that makes no sense. You've been oppressed too. What are you doing, stupid? Like what are you it's, doing? It's so sad to me, and it's also sad when I see that like black people don't realize how great we are. And I'm like, okay, first of all. Let's just go through the list. Starting from our hair, our hair defies gravity. It grows upwards to protect our scalp from the sun. Okay? We're the only people that have that. We have different types of hair, different types of curl patterns. Okay? Let's start there. Next, our skin. We don't get sunburned as quickly. What as is well. a sunburn? Boo. Okay, what? hello. We get a nice. We were born. I with mean, a beautiful black tan, people. That doesn't mean not to wear a suntan. Wear it's your sunscreen. Wear your suntan. <laughs> not <laughs> suntan. <laughs> sunscreen. <laughs> wear, wear your sunscreen. Black people you can don't get sunburned. <laughs> However, it's just not as quickly or as severe right. as white people. Right. And just our aura, our building, our genetic makeup. Like, I feel like we are so we are really close to god like we're the closest thing to god in my opinion that's my opinion anyone wants to debate i'm not debating that please don't at me (laughs) um like just don't add me on that one but yeah we're the closest thing to god and it's like for some reason we're looked at as the bottom of people's shoe is scum and it's just like are you kidding me the way we're able to articulate the way that we come up with ideas fashion the way that we speak to each other the way that our, we can speak in Ebonics. We have so many different cultures, the way our hips move, the way our butts are, like the way our black men are created. Like, oh my God, like everything our about us is just everything. so magical. Like, and here is this white person who's just like, yeah, no. And it's like, are you jealous? Is it a hatred? And it, it is. It's it a is. jealousy. It's a hatred. It and it's, it's like so too. sad. It's just like, and it's like, I don't know. At what point? Because it's like, this is this is reoccurring. You know how they always say history repeats itself. History has been repeating mm-hmm. itself. And it's just like, instead of the yeah. KKK, now we have, a, like, well, the KKK was legal back then too, but cops. now we have cops who, who wear a badge and who have mm-hmm. a gun and who know that if we blink at them the wrong way, 
you know they can kill us they can kill us and nothing is going to happen to them and that's that blows my mind it's like I know I know me personally I'm like you definitely can get PTSD from seeing these videos like I wouldn't say I have PTSD because I'm not going to diagnose myself because I'm not licensed Mm -hmm. yet but yet heavy on the yet okay (laughs) yet but like it's traumatizing seeing these videos over and over like I go outside and I'm watching like right now I'm in Pennsylvania which is a red state like literally um Mm -hmm. there so we're in a complex but if you drive outside of the complex there are Trump's Trump signs um Trump flags waving nice and high and I'm just like oh look at me my black skin okay and I'm always like, I'm always telling my partner, like, don't speed so nobody pulls us over. Like, just even trying to avoid these things. But it's like, it doesn't even matter how much we do that. That doesn't matter. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. And it's just like, how can you live like that? How can we live like that? And it's like, it just blows my mind how I would love to actually, no, I wouldn't, because I don't know how I would react. But I was about to say, I would love to, like, speak to, like, not love, but like want to speak to like a racist or like a white supremacist. It's just try to understand like Oh, that would piss me off. I'm gonna deck you and then you're gonna call the cops and then I'm gonna be killed because that's just how shit is. But it's just like yeah. why? Like why do you hate me? Literally because of my skin? What does yes. that mean? Like yes. what does that mean? Yes. Because we they feel like we feel entitled. And I'm like, we us like have you met black people like black people have to work 10 times harder to even say that they're on the level of a white person I was watching Becoming by Michelle Obama and she was like you know I got to Princeton and I was looking around like what's the hype like half of these kids aren't even as smart as I am that's another thing we have to do so much to get a seat at the table and it's like these children are given tables from birth Mm -hmm. and it's like we need to start making our children and future generations know that you deserve a seat at the table from birth it's your table like right exactly like you don't even you don't even need to bring a seat to the table you have your own table you get what i'm saying you have so much power but it's like unfortunately because we don't speak about the traumas that we have as black people thank god in 2020 we're starting to recognize the importance of mental health but there are I feel still like our generation is more like aware about yeah. our mental health than versus like our parents yeah like but there is there's still so much work that has to be done so um i saw a post well no it wasn't a post one of my friends a guy like slid into her dm and he was a black man and he was just like oh um why do women feel like they're prizes I don't, women don't, their lives don't have value until I give them one. And it's like, <laughs> what? that's because this black man, I, I'm going to send it to you when we get off of this. Um, <laughs> that's because, or do you follow Cleo Trapback? No. She put up a post and said, oh my gosh, she's funny. She put up a post and someone was like, oh, um, a black man was like, you shouldn't vent to your partner ever. And it's your just partner? like, these are things your partner like your girlfriend your girlfriend shouldn't know your part your problems ever you shouldn't vent and it's just like <laughs> oh like as a man funny. you mean yeah like oh, you okay. shouldn't vent about your problems and it's like there are people who have these mindsets and it's like 
imagine building you building me up me building you up as my best friend and then or building up my cousin whomever just to go to a man who feels like one he shouldn't vent to me or two my life doesn't have value until he gives me one and it all goes back to this generational curse that we have as black people we don't speak about things we don't show black men affection black men aren't allowed to cry black women feel like they have to do things for the attention of black men and it's like there are so many issues that get us to where we are today i'm not saying that the black trauma is the reason why black men are dying please don't ever confuse that or why black people are dying no black people are dying because of white supremacists right However, right. there are so many things we can't, these are the reasons why we can't come together as a community. And that's one of the reasons why I started my project while well, you started growing gardenias, why we're here talking. It's like, there are so many bigger issues that we have to tackle. I feel like a lot of the black men in my life, I've, whether it's just been like an acquaintance or just somebody I know or a close friend, I've had the conversation with all of them, almost all of them. It is okay to express yourself. Like you're not weak. Mm -hmm. Like I literally had a conversation with somebody and he was like, no, if I cry, if I show this emotion, I'm weak. And I'm like, who told you that? I'm like, who told you that? He's like, oh, that's just how it's always been. Why? Because from when you were younger, you had people telling you, man up, toughen up. But even for black women too, like we... It's like we're so we're supposed to be so tough and it's like we're not allowed to be to have attitudes or we're aggressive. Yeah. Like then we're the angry black woman. Right. I've even questioned like sometimes now I don't hold my voice back from anybody because I'm like, I don't care if you think I'm an angry black woman. I, guess what? I am angry. I am right. angry. And you're going to hear what I have to say. But before I used to be like, oh, I don't want to look like that that person like trying to like Mm -hmm. like make myself small in these white spaces and I'm like I cannot make myself small just my genetic makeup I cannot be small baby I'm sorry like period period my throat takes up the room like (laughs) like hello my energy my blackness is felt period it's like I don't even have to say or do my you feel it I don't have to say anything Right. And it's like, let like, oh my God, imagine how great we'd be if we, we realized our power and like actually began stepping into our power. But it's like, it's scary because it's just like, you've been, if, you, if you've been conditioned a certain way for 20 something, 30 something, 40 something years, you can't undo it overnight. Like it takes mm-hmm. work. And unfortunately it's a lot of work oh, that like that. not everybody is willing to do. And honestly, I, I don't blame them. Cause it's like, it's hard to undo. Like it's frustrating. You're functioning. Like that's hard and you don't want to do it. Also let's be real. Change is very uncomfortable. Like even talking about healing, healing, I say all the time how much I hate it here. I say this to you like every day, <laughs> like healing is annoying. <laughs> oh my gosh want to deal with it like you just don't but it's like these things have to be done because we cannot keep like keep up this generational trauma like we just can't and it's just like right oh I'm tired sis it's a lot tired a lot that we unpack every day as black people and we don't even realize like when we're just around white people the way that some people fix their voice and it's just like I'm putting on my white voice and it's like no 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 you're educated sis. right don't ever mistake Probably. your your education for being white now you can speak in Ivana's because what's up you can speak in whatever right, we can switch languages. hello because what the fuck is gay sis right. but please <laughs> believe 
please believe I have a bachelor's degree. I'm educated. My best friend just graduated with her master's from Columbia. And my other best friend is working to be a doctor. So please don't ever. out here. Okay. Please don't ever take my blackness for granted and think that I'm not educated or I'm putting on a white voice. No, baby. I have education. I'm black. I'm living in my blackness. Like there's no whiteness in here whatsoever. It's like also like just even I remember growing up, like the kids who talked white were Mm -hmm. like they would call them Oreos and like like and I'm like, you you low-key like drive people away like that from their community. It's like, oh, okay, well, if you're calling me an Oreo, well, maybe I can fit Let me go hang out yep. with the white kids. And it's just like, like, there was a couple months ago, there was this girl on Twitter, she was black, and she was talking about how, like, how much she doesn't like black men and blah, blah. She only oh, wow. men and all this stuff. Um, and so... She was just pretty much saying like um, she doesn't like black men just because like no black men, like black men have treated her like a certain type of way growing up. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, she like has internalized that hatred from black men, probably whatever relationship she has with her father also. And so mm-hmm. she internalized that to be like, OK, I hate all black men and I only like white men now. And it's just like. No, no, the problem. That's the problem. I hate it here. Abort. No, it's, it's, that's a major problem. And that does happen with a lot of black women, even our black men. There's so many black men like, I don't want a black woman. She's angry. And it's like, sweetheart, your mom is a black woman. Right. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) What? And it's really frustrating when I hear people say they don't like their own race because of anger. Now, if you're saying I'd like to explore other races, so be it. If you choose to be with the monkey, that is your business. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's your business. Who am I to tell you who you can and cannot date? However, if you're going to say, oh, I don't like black women because they're so angry. I don't like black men because these black men, they don't treat me right. Sweetheart, Barack, there are Barack Obamas out there. There are. Trust me. Unfortunately, there are a lot of futures out there. There's a lot of futures. There's a lot of futures. Okay. But there are some Baracks and it's like, again, it goes back to how we raise our children. If he or that child was raised correctly, I'm not saying that they weren't raised correctly, but if they were raised with a little bit more love, a little bit more compassion, then maybe they would have turned out different, you know? So I remember when I went to go speak to those kids in the Bronx, I had mm-hmm. did like, I spoke to a couple of classrooms and then I did a group with like just boys. And so mm-hmm. we we're talking about emotions and like all this stuff. And literally they were like 12 and 13 talking about, so they're from the South Bronx talking about, mm-hmm. oh, I can't look like that in front of like in the hood. Cause that's weakness. And that'll get me, Same. that'll get me like beat up basically. Same. And I'm just like, okay, okay. I, I see where you're coming from. Trust me. I'm from Flatbush. Right. I understand where you're coming from. Right. And then once I started, like, I turned off, like, the 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 switch. And I started mm-hmm. speaking like them. And they were like, oh, you are from Brooklyn. I'm like, yes. I'm <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I know what's good. <laughs> like, literally, I was like, okay, so what's up? It's just us now. What happened? And they're mm-hmm. like, looking at me like, oh. And I'm like... <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Let's get real. Like, what's going on? And one of them was like, oh, my dad always told me, like, every anytime I would cry, he would, like, hit me and tell me not to cry. And I'm like, okay, I'm not saying that there's something wrong with your dad. However, I am saying that there's something wrong with the ways that he's, like, I understand to them it's, like, tough love, but it's, like, that's yeah. not... 
that's the reason why we have men who cannot show their emotions mm-hmm. and who don't so know how to express emotions, who don't know how to cry, who feel weak if they cry. Crying is a normal human being sad. It's a is an emotion. It's a like yes. just like anger, like anger is not the only emotion that black men have to have. Like be yep. sad, be happy, be joy, like have all these different emotions. And it's just like, I'm like, if y'all are saying this, y'all are like 12, 11. It's just like they're going to be in a relationship. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, I wonder if like my words, because they were getting it, but I could tell they were like, yeah, whatever. Like I could just tell like it wasn't getting through to them. And I and I and I I acknowledge that. Like I'm like, I understand like this probably doesn't mean nothing to you. Like I'm saying it, but it's like, oh, yeah, you're a woman. You know what? I think I don't think I don't want to say that it doesn't mean anything because I experienced that when I did my give back right before COVID. It was like at the tip of COVID. um, I gave care packages to a men's shelter mm. and like I'm speaking to them because I have two parents who are formerly incarcerated and I'm like you know like I understand what it's like to not be homeless but at any given time that can be my situation and mm. they're looking at me like girl you here giving us bags you're a woman you 23 with a degree you're doing better than us and it's like yeah okay if you look at it in retrospect like that technically yes I'm doing better than you however I deal with traumas I deal right, with you don't mental know what illness. I've been like, through exactly like you don't know my story and then I invited a barber to come in and give them free haircuts shout out to house of skills barbershop yes. he came in with his barbers and then he um, was speaking about how he's also formerly incarcerated and then the men got it and it's just like mm-hmm. okay so men need to hear from other black men yeah. and that's what yep. I'm saying we need to come together like together white supremacists would still exist don't get me wrong but they'd be so afraid of us if we were able to come together exactly because, and they already are afraid of us they, they are afraid of us they us. are mm-hmm. but it's it's all a give and take we can give and hopefully they take the gems that we drop and yeah. this is why we do the things we do this is why podcasts like growing gardenia exists this is why things like build black give back exist and it's like Hopefully, we are making changes, right. small changes that can make a big difference in the future. So. Yeah. And I'm like, I was saying, I'm like, I bet you it would like mean more to them, not mean more to them, but they would like mm-hmm. take it better if it was like a black man telling them this, mm-hmm. like you said. Like, yeah, I can say it. And yeah, they can understand what I'm saying. Even when I like explain to them where I'm from and a little bit of what I've been through, it's completely different. But it's like, oh, you're a woman. You're allowed to show your emotions. But right. it's like, let a black man come in and talk about mental health. Like there's a black, I can't, I cannot remember his name for the life of me, but he started a mental health clinic in Brooklyn, I believe oh, wow. for men, wow, wow, wow. for men. And he's a black man. I think he went to Morehouse. I think, I'm not sure. I think, don't call me on that. But he started this for black men because he's like, we need to do better for each other. Like, and yeah. if you don't want to be vulnerable in front of your women, fine. But let's be vulnerable in front of each other, at least. Like, you have to have some yeah. sort of outlet. Like, even dealing with these these murders, like, you guys are seeing, we're seeing this. Like, we yes. have the opportunity. We're blessed. Like, we have each other. We could talk about it. We can, I was talking right. to my grandmother, about, literally, about my grandmother not about mm-hmm. my grandmother, to my grandmother. To your grandmother. So today, it's like, we have people we can talk to. Who are y'all talking to though? Like No one. They don't have people. And it's sad. Like a lot of them weren't raised. Like a guy I was dating, he said like, um, he wasn't raised to like talk about things. They would just like, you ever seen the meme where it's like, black moms don't apologize. They just ask if you're hungry. Yeah. Yeah, we laugh at that, but that's a real thing. That's that a real thing. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, you need to be able to create a space for your child. If you're wrong, then you need to apologize to your child. If your child is wrong, then yeah, you can punish them, but you need to come back and speak about why they're wrong and still Mm -hmm. get them to understand. I love you. Yes, you're wrong and I'm punishing you, but I still love you. You get what I'm saying? It's okay for us to speak this out, but that it's happening more now and I'm very grateful for that, but I wish it would have happened more um, for guys in our generations because dating, it's it's a lot. It's a lot now dating or even with my male friends who come to me for advice, like, oh my gosh, like she want me to be soft. And it's like, it's not being soft. (laughs) It's like, even if it was being soft, that's your woman. Who else can you be vulnerable with? Right. You have to be vulnerable with, you don't have to be so cold, but it's like, we can't even blame them for feeling like they always have to be on guard. Cause it's like, you do kind of have to be on guard just because of the state of, of the country. Like right. your, your life is not valuable. It is, but right. according to, to other people, to, to other people, it's not valuable. So I understand, you know, being cold. I remember even, even with my white therapist, I told mm-hmm. you, I did not, I was falling apart every week. Mm-hmm. I would go, yeah, Janice, I'm good. <laughs> and it's like, I'm falling apart inside, but I'm like, I, you, you are not going to see me. The person I'm, I'm going to tell. We, and literally that's what I was saying to myself. No, this white woman is not about to see me weak. Hell no. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. But if it was a black woman, guess what? I would have been crying right in auntie's Sorry. arms. Okay. Like, right in me. auntie's arms. <laughs> and I'm like, like, that's why I want to be a psychologist too. Cause I'm like, literally, I still have not found a black psychologist. I'm Same. still looking I have not Same. found one who takes my insurance. I found one, but she, oh gosh. Oh. She was talking about herself. And I'm like, oh, no. whose therapy session is this? Oh, no. <laughs> like, the session? <laughs> I know so much about that woman's life. If you was to call her today and be like, oh, you remember Joy Carter? She'd probably be like, who? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it's like, we need to see people like us. Yeah. We need to see people like us in the hospitals because that's yeah. another conversation where black people are reporting that they're feeling these pains or they're ha- they have this sickness and they're being and they brushed off dying. and then they're dying. Yeah. Or um, in like, um, I've been thinking about like a lot like courtrooms. Imagine mm-hmm. if we have more black judges. Well, that's tricky because then it goes into like the lawyers and we do that's have true. black judges. We don't have enough, but we it's tricky enough, because yeah. then it's like the, oh, well, this type of evidence proves this. And then what was this person arrested for? It goes into that. Once you have a person arrested, you cannot try them on something else. So meaning if the cop who killed George Floyd was arrested, but for attempted murder Mm. then they come in and get the evidence and they show that video like oh actually you did murder him you cannot then try him and say okay well now we're gonna charge you with murder it's like Mm, yeah yeah. it it gets tricky there which is unfortunate because this is and then it goes back to this but we still need representation everywhere because it matters it oh my god little girls and little black boys get so happy and i've seen it for myself with kids i babysit my little cousins they get so happy when they see a cartoon figure that looks like them or like i was walking down the street and i have african mask um african print mask excuse me that my grandmother got me and a little black girl she saw that i had the same one and then i also had like my natural hair up and then what you call it she's like oh my god mommy that girl looks like me and it just warmed my heart i didn't know her from anywhere i'm walking on utica avenue in st john's she's like oh my god that little black girl looks like me i'm like i do look like you too (laughs) 
little pretty black girl. You're beautiful. Your hair is beautiful. I love your natural hair. It's so much. Like, that's another thing. Black men don't feel like they're handsome. I see that a lot. Like, and I'm just like, what? It's like, y'all are the finest men in the world. Like, hello, hello, hello. Period. Are you dumb? Are you kidding me? Black women and black men? Oof, what? Wow. Together? That really took his time. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. This is crazy. I don't know. I really just, I just say that we pray, speak, speaking about it on um, creating safe spaces like this yeah. to speak about it. That's very important uh, because as much as people joke about it, it's not funny. Um, as much as we try and laugh through our pain, it isn't funny we, we are hurting laughing about our traumas because yeah. yep. it's like that's like a defense mechanism for us me yep. and justin do that all the time like we'll be like yeah you got beat with this too hot me too and it's like yeah wait wait, wait a minute <laughs> hold on did we just say we got beat with a wire like hold on yeah, yeah. no it's it's <sighs> It is a lot being a black person, but I cannot imagine you being born as anything else. Right. I don't want to be anything else. I don't. Man, we're the, sorry, we the oh, best music. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? Hello. Hello. It's, it's, it's just so, so crazy. Like, they really, <laughs> they're just so, and I'm laughing, but it's like coming from a place of hurt also, because it's just like, yeah. They want to be us so bad. Like, they're so yeah. intimidated. It's just like, and it's like, you have to be careful. Even just like, just the people who are like envious and just je- like, you have to be careful for people like that. Because jealousy and envy will make people do evil things, Thanks. as we can see. Because I think, yeah. what was he being arrested for? A fraud? How do you end a up? fraud $20. How do you end up losing his life? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Trayvon Martin lost his life selling, over selling CDs, selling cigarettes. Or what? Like, come on! No, Trayvon Martin lost his life over the Skittles and with the Arizona. He got followed after going to the store because he had on a hoodie. Right. Um, is <sighs> Emmett Till because a white woman lied on him, saying that he whistled at her, and even if he did, right. he is. In, which I don't. He's believe a kid, and, I right, think, and like, I'm like, how come that woman isn't in jail? Like y'all threw. Like I know this is completely different. This is related right. to sexual assault, but y'all threw Cosby's old ass in jail. Why are you not throwing her old ass in jail when she you, called somebody's murder? Yes, you know who else needs to be in jail? The woman from Central Park. Because if you scream out fire in a movie theater and there's that's no fire, that's a law. crime. Exactly. exactly, you lied about a crime. Exactly. You should go to jail. Like exactly, I agree. I, agree. I don't know. It's just like Guys, pray, pray, and if you don't believe in God, then just center your energy, center your spirit into your chakras if you don't believe in that if you don't believe in god whoever you believe in whatever you believe in speak to them i'm just tired of seeing black men die and yeah i'm tired of it i'm scared i have i have so many black men in my life that i love i'm terrified for them it's just like for when I have a child one day, I'm going to be terrified and i already know i'm gonna be that mom following my kid because it's just like i'm there is literally no safe place excuse me like even i feel like my child won't have the chance to be a teenager like i'm not saying all teenagers sneak out and things like that but god forbid my child does that and god forbid something happens to my child if they were to sneak out i would just feel so responsible like what did i 
do wrong. It's like, right. it's nothing that I did. It's not I even nothing you did, right? A beautiful, a beautiful black, black masterpiece. And someone decided that their life did not matter. And My thing is like, I literally, and I, I almost wish I didn't watch that video because it's like, mm-hmm. I cannot get that guy's face out of my head. The cop. Yeah. I cannot yeah. get his face out of because it's like he was he was smirking. Like he like, was really happy. He was and so happy to be taking away, like to, to exert the, his white power. But did you see like his knee going back and forth? Like he was Deep, like, like deeper and, and like going. Yes. He's just like, ah. oh, like you're oh a murderer. Gosh. The lady in Central Park, I'm gonna call them and tell them an African American man is threatening my life, bitch. Yes. And then she gets on the phone and like does this whole and, and goes into I the hysterics, like girl. I'm sorry, we're guys, to the keep poor dog. It's just this. It's, just it's like, this is what it's like to sit in your trauma, like to sit and, and analyze process. it. And it's just it's, like the same question comes up: Why? Yeah. Like, why do we deserve this? Why is this happening? We don't deserve this. Why is this yeah. happening to us? Right. Why? That's how I feel every single time. Like I ask that question. Like, and I what, like, what do we do to deserve that? Right. And I'm like, and I try to keep my faith too. And I'm like, God, I know I'm not supposed to question anything that you mm-hmm. do, but like, why are you allowing this to happen? Like, what is the message here? What are we supposed to do that we're not doing? Like, what? Like, what do we do? Send us right. sign. Do something. Let and us know. Oh my God. And then it's like, it's crazy because like people are protesting. We're still in a pandemic. Yep. Like how many more people now just because they have to, they have to stand up for this man who was, who George Floyd, because we're going to say his name. May he rest. Always. George Floyd. Like they have to stand up for George Floyd because he was murdered in broad daylight in front of everybody with not a care in the world. How many more people about to be exposed to this, to this, to this virus now because they're 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 protesting they said it's not over like they said there's a second no it's not yeah second peak is like there's a second wave coming and it's just like we shouldn't have to be doing this when those white protesters were protesting because they couldn't get a haircut like really there were no there were no there was no right to not wear a mask like get the fuck out of here there was no tear gas no it's just like i'm just tired and like um, for those of you who are not like familiar or like not too just like not too knowledgeable about trauma, like you feel trauma physically as well. I know you know this already. Yeah. You yeah. feel trauma physically. Literally, my back, <laughs> my You're spine, feeling on your chest when you clench your jaw. Like literally, I'm like, I'm tense. Yep. I'm tired of seeing black. It's like I don't have to know the person personally. I know you, we're connected. Right, we're the same because you're black. We're the same person. Like, yep. hey, was a good man too. Even if he wasn't a good man, even if he was a scumbag, it doesn't matter. Like, what his life was right. not deserved. It was not deserved that to die like that. Right, and it's just like you know. already had him handcuffed. Why? And then you're fucking smirking. That's just what's really getting me is the smirk. And it I was think very, what bothering me is the fact that there was nothing we can do. And what also kills me is like we're black every second of every minute of mm-hmm. every hour of every day of every week of every month of every oh. year. But the black people who speak about it are either racist or angry. 
Now, when there are people who are not Black, who are hip-hop dancers, or they're so down, or they're invited to the barbecue. Right. I always say, stop inviting people to the damn barbecue. They're not fucking invited just for common sense and common courtesy of being a... You don't get a cookie for not being a racist. I'm sorry. You don't. Like, stay over there. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. You don't get a cookie for for being a racist. For not being a racist. Like, come on. (sighs) I don't. It's, you know what? To say the least, I think as Black people, we need to just come together. And I'm going to keep saying that because... That is what we need to do. To say the least, that's where we need to start. Come together. Understand that that man over there who may have taken your, or we're not, I was about to say who's taking your goat, or we're not in 1960. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what he took from you. Disrespect is disrespect. However, it doesn't mean that we should take each other's lives. Right. I wish we were able to come together. I think like, how can we, we can start because I feel like our generation is really the generation that's making the strides and we're the ones yeah. who are making moves we're the ones talking about mental health we're the ones that's standing up so it's yeah. like what can we do like how can we try or like you know become more united or come together well what I think an important thing to do is to bridge the gap and what I mean is you and I have seats at multiple different tables you're from Flatbush I was raised in East Flatbush you went to Columbia I went to a private school and you and I have rubbed elbows with different types of people however we still have our friends that are from what others would consider the hood bridge the gap when we have events let those people come together because they aren't as different as they think you know what I'm saying or just start the conversation let them know like, okay, there is someone who you may feel like you're totally different from. It's like, they have a story. Imagine if we were all able to see each other's stories and not right. like what they're wearing. If they're wearing Balenciaga's, how good her lace front is. Imagine right. if you could see like, that person went through trauma from five years old, like me, like, wow. Like it makes you a person. Right. Start seeing people as people for who they are and start bridging that gap. I think it starts there and also with talking. Uh, yeah, Definitely. talking about our traumas. That's why I want to go into psychology. These safe spaces to talk. Yep. Judgment free. Like, judgment free. Cry. That's, shit, I'm going to be crying too. <laughs> like, yeah. No, like, that's important. Like, uh, you have to really emphasize that because people will be like, oh my God, like, yeah, they'll cry together, then go into group chat. Bitch, I saw Niara enjoy crying. Right. You, and you're like, hold on. Wait. Like, <laughs> like, what, like, why is it like that? Like, yeah, we're crying together. We're healing together. Like, right. why is that a bad thing? We've definitely cried yeah. together a couple times. Yeah. If you haven't cried with your friend. friends, what are you doing? Okay. Right. Sometimes <laughs> oh you need to. Sometimes you just <laughs> need a good cry. Like, <laughs> we've cried because we were lit. We've cried. We have. <laughs> oh, when my we made gosh. up, we were crying on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I missed you so much. And then, oh, my God, we went and got the drink. All right. We're talking too much about us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, the point that we're trying to make is like, don't I know it's it's hard being vulnerable and trust me anyone who's known me for more than I want to say four years knows that I used to be super against showing any type of emotion you remember that Niara nope I'm not crying I'm not doing nothing nope cut off no like I I was a terror I would say (laughs) I would call myself but it's like oh they got me tight they'd be like wait that's it you're forever I'll never talk to you ever again (laughs) 
Wait, but the sad part is I used to cut people off too. We were bad. My we gosh, we're bad. We're gross. We're bad. We've grown. We've grown. We've grown. Growing gardenias. You see? Talk about it. How do we exactly. feel? Why do we feel this way? We exactly. call each other. And also another thing is like black people, please call your friends and like people yes. in your life out on their shit. Like yes. if you see somebody is is fucking up or you see somebody like even if it's like calling them out on their shit, like yo, open up, be more emote, like what's yeah. going on? Talk to me. I'm here for you. Like I'm here to be please a friend. If if you don't want advice, wrong. huh? Wrong. I said please don't let your friends walk around dead yeah. ass wrong because wrong and strong. Be doing that. No, like don't be- do that. Let your friend no. know they're wrong. Ugh, and I'm like, just oh guys, just we, I don't know. Be humans. Remember, we're people we're first people. before anything. We're we people. All like the same stuff. We feel emotions the same. Like, yeah, it may not be in the same way, but I get angry. Niara gets angry. Niara gets sad. I get sad. We get really happy. We get joyful. Ooh. We get depressed sometimes. We get feelings of depression. It's like we feel it's these normal. emotions. It is. It's normal, especially during a time like this. So don't be afraid to just open up and be a person to someone else. And right. if someone is opening up to you, do not be an asshole. Like, understand, take in that moment, sit in that moment, live in that moment. Don't be on your right. phone. Don't try and turn it around and make it seem like it's their fault. I'm not saying being a, a therapist, right. but just be a person back. Because you a have person. a story and so do they. Right. So, yeah yeah i mean i'm gonna keep praying thank you for joining me in this conversation it feels good to talk about it oh Oh, thanks guys we're on we can see right (laughs) sorry because you know quarantine social well i'm in Pennsylvania also but even if i I wasn't quarantine all that yes but yeah i mean black people also i also want to hold before we wrap this up i also want to hold For the people, the Black people who are not reposting, who are not talking about it, I also just want to acknowledge you. Don't feel bad about that. Don't feel Mm -hmm. bad about that because that is a lot. Like, you don't have to be sharing things. You don't have to be uh, liking things, posting things, reposting things. If you have to take a step back and just not acknowledge this because you're numb, please take care of yourselves. Take care. We're not saying that everybody has to go out and be a revolutionary person or what. Like, you don't have to do that. But, like... Just take care of yourself in whatever way that is. Like our way is we're talking about it. We're speaking up about it. You know, we have a lot to say about it. If your way is kind of like not addressing it until you're ready, that's perfectly fine as well. Like, don't feel bad about that either. Just want to hold that that space for those people who are like, you know, I, I just cannot deal with this. I'm not watching that video. I'm not sharing anything. I understand that as well. So don't feel the type of way about that. Like that's justified as well. And yeah, please reach out for support. We're reach out. I'm here like, at we're always Black here. Black, we're speak. always here. Like we have these Literally. conversations with each other. You know, always I don't here. mind having it with somebody else. I Me really either. don't. Don't be shy. Like, like oh, make it more interesting to hear. Right. Or don't think that like we're uppity people. I swear, if you guys can see my channels right now, they're chip. That's how <laughs> um, uppity I am. <laughs> And, like, we don't have to be friends to have these conversations. Like, we just happen to be best friends. But, like, if you want to hit us up to talk, we don't have to be friends. We can be... I've had... I have conversations all the time with strangers. Well, that sounds bad. But, like, just people who just, like, hit me up, like, oh, yeah. Don't be shy. Like, just please reach out for support. 
And go check out Build Black Give Back and stay tuned for the next giveaway or whatever. And go follow her or whatever. Follow Growing Gardenias if you guys haven't already. They have a new look. Oh, yes. (laughs) Even though try to stop our shine real quick. You see? No, we're not going to talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, I talked about the last episode. I was like, "Mm." no, I heard. Yeah, no, I heard. I heard the shade. But I'm... (laughs) Okay, we're growing. We're just talking about growing. Yes. So I'm not going to be shady, yes. but it exactly. doesn't matter because we have a nice, new, beautiful logo. Yes. So, period. period. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, you have anything else you want to you wanna say or add in? before? Well, thank we- you for having me. I love you. And I love you guys for listening, too. Literally, have love for you guys. Thank you for letting us have this conversation with you guys and listening to this and holding this space with us we appreciate it also because this is like a venting session for me i've been upset since i've heard the news and haven't even had the chance to express myself so yeah this was really nice and therapeutic for me to help bring my energy a little closer to center so yeah so anyways that's all we have for you guys thank you for listening stay tuned for next week's episode gardenia blessings to each of you bye bye